I'm Kelly Burley, and this is Common Bonds Radio. Hi, and welcome to Episode 9, the third and final installment in our series of animal adoption and fostering stories in the age of COVID-19. Ginger and Chanda Pitts, originally from Enid, live in Yukon with Ginger's mother, their five-year-old daughter, and several rescue animals. And they've all been staying close to home for a while now. Their new normal, though, turned out to be an opportunity to welcome a new addition to their family through Enid SPCA. This is Ginger. I have been looking for a, a puppy to adopt rescue through anybody. I was trying to find a Yorkie because we lost our Yorkie a few years ago. Um, she was 14 and just been devastated ever since. And being that we were home and it just popped up on my feed that this puppy popped up. And of course she wasn't a Yorkie, but she was a rescue. So I think it was just the right time because we were home and able to spend more time with the puppy, get her potty trained and learn our routine. Because most people, when they adopt, they just, they don't, they don't give the puppy enough time to, or the animal to decompress. And we have plenty of time to decompress with the puppy and uh, get up in the middle of the night with her and all sorts of new things that we have to adjust to. And it's been pretty easy. Yeah, um, this is Chanda. I didn't know she was looking for... <laughs> it was for Chanda's <laughs> rescue. <laughs> um, the Yorkie was originally mine and we lost her tragically in 2015 um it was a bad accident so she'd gotten pretty old and um she was my first baby (laughs) so um anyways we uh i had been having i guess a harder time every time i saw a little dog and so ginger had been looking for a present for me and this one popped up and she showed me a picture and i was like oh yeah that's cute you know and she's like, yeah, you know, like it's it's small, I, and it's it's kind of a mutt. We're not real sure exactly what all it is, but it's small. And we adopt. We don't shop. We all of our animals are rescues or foster failures. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had more time to adjust with the puppy. Puppies take a lot of naps. Um, it's been a nice experience for our daughter. It's the first animal we've brought in in five years. So she's getting to learn a couple of things, how puppies are, um, their routine, how you feed them in one spot. And then once they're done, you take them outside. Um, what, uh, what's your pup's name? We call her Bella May. Uh, our daughter named her. <laughs> but all of our animals have middle names. <laughs> <laughs> As is tradition, right? Well, what was it about Bella May that spoke to you uh, as you were uh, searching for uh, this new addition? One, that she was a rescue. This is Ginger. Uh, she was a rescue. Um, she was from Enid, which helps out our community. And she was just a tiny, 
we we needed a tiny. We have bigger dogs, and we need. I mean, don't get us wrong. Our eighty pound dogs are lap dogs too, but we needed something smaller to. What am I trying to say? More of an emotional companion. Yeah, somebody that will just sit there and she she looks like a cute little teddy bear. Yeah. And how does she interact with the big dog? Uh, playful. Oh, that's cool. Our this is Tanda. Our animals. Um, we went from fostering children to fostering animals. Um, after we we had a situation where we thought we were going to be adopting children, and it didn't work out. And so we um, afterwards we just couldn't bring ourselves to do anything with DHS at the time. So we began fostering animals and within about two years we had hundreds of cats and dogs in our home not at the same time (laughs) no not not at the exact same time we did have two mama cats with new litters and i think a couple of puppies all at the same time yeah um and the kittens and the cats were from the end of spca yeah i worked with several rescues at that time. So our big dogs um, were both rescues. They were pound puppies from Enid Pound, and um, they've been around a whole lot of animals. I think after the second day or so when we named her, um, our dogs realized that she's not a rescue or a, a foster, and so they kind of they kind of got a little stubborn for a minute. But you know they're adjusted. Everybody's playful. Um, our large female is probably 65, 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. And um, she has put Bella in her place a couple of times. But they're they're good together. We've worked with a lot of animals, a lot of rescues and in the past. And so we, um, we knew what our dogs were capable of handling. So a smaller dog is better fit for us for our larger dog. Sure. Well, um, Talk to me a little bit about your adoption experience, and, and you uh, you did this adoption through Enid SPCA. So talk to me a little bit about that experience, and and what uh, what that was like, especially now in this new in this new time that we find ourselves in. It, it, it was different. Um, what I did was I messaged Vicky and told her and sent her a picture of the pup, which hadn't been uh, they hadn't put her on the page yet. They put a picture out, but they haven't, they didn't have a description or anything. And so I sent her a picture and she told me to go in and fill out an app. I filled out, fill, filled out the app and Tana still didn't know I had filled, up, filled out the app and sent it over and Vicki moved it over to the pup. And like within a few days in, I messaged her back and was like, I don't think it's the right time and, and had canceled it. And then I, like an hour later, I messaged her back and was like, oh, never mind. We're going to go ahead and do it. Because I really, I, you know, I take me a while. And uh, so she set up a time and date because, of course, you can't go into the SPCA. And we scheduled that. And we all got up that morning and drove in. And I think ours was at 1 o'clock. And you go over to this little window and you let them know who you are. And they brought the puppy out. We played with the puppy talked to her for a little bit and just adopted her then. I mean, we were all outside. Everybody came out there. Everybody was in masks. 
she was playing with our little girl and we're like, yeah, this is the one. So how does it feel? I mean, for each of you to know that you're, you've done something here, um, to make a difference for animal well-being in Oklahoma during this particular time, you've, you've really given an animal a second chance here. I, this is Ginger. I feel blessed. I love animals. Um, animals and children are my, my thing. I could stay home all day if I had tons of animals. <laughs> Not lying. <laughs> but it seems like we've done something to help out our community in this time of need. Because all the pages that I'm on, it's just surrender after surrender of these animals and overcrowding that the shelters just don't know what to do with them. And they're really good dogs because they've been in a home for with their humans and their humans just give up on them. Um, this is Tana. I I would just say it's it is a commitment. It's not something that people should just go out and do just for the heck of it and then as soon as this is over they drop their animal off at the shelter. It's a commitment but they're they're wonderful companions. And right now if there aren't people that have the room and have the resources out there to do it, these animals are all going to be put down. Just fostering one animal, you know, you're saving that life. And depending on who you're fostering for, they can help you out with the resources to feed them and, and take care of their shots, their medication that they need, spay and neuter. It actually doesn't cost that much money. If you were to adopt or you know, purchase an animal, you're going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on that animal. When you foster or adopt, I mean, you get help and it saves that life. Well, that's a great message to end on. Is there anything you'd like to add that I missed? No, I don't think so. Um, this is Chanda. I, I think that right now, um, the animals, it's not their fault. Same thing with children in foster care or I mean there's multiple situations I it's not their fault and um if I can help somebody else that's suffering an animal that's suffering or lonely or in need then why wouldn't I do that right now I mean luckily (laughs) I'm, I'm still working from home um we're not we're not hurting um we spend every evening together we've pulled out board games that we didn't even know we had and and now we have a puppy that'll curl up in our laps and you know play with us i mean she's keeping our five-year-old occupied while we're working or cooking or on task some kind of task so um i think it's a great opportunity over the summer, we'll spend more time outside, hopefully socializing a little bit more with our neighbors. But she's uh, she's getting the quality time that she needs, and she's not cooped up in a cage inside a, a shelter or pound or or running the streets. I would suggest it for anybody out there who is looking or open or has room to take a chance, look and see what animals have been surrendered or um, what animals, unfortunately right now is kitten season. So 
more cats are having kittens and they'll be dropped off in bundles to pounds and shelters. So there's all kinds of opportunity out there. Ginger and Chanda Pitts talking about their newest adopted animal, Bella May. As you consider opportunities to give back to your community, consider the gift of life to an unwanted animal through a shelter or rescue adoption or fostering opportunity. These cats and dogs are all deserving of a second chance to live and love. All they are waiting for is you. Common Bonds Radio is made possible by the partners of Common Bonds, including Bella SPCA, the Oklahoma Alliance for Animals, and Best Friends of Pets, working together to end the needless euthanasia of cats and dogs in Oklahoma by 2025. Information at commonbondsok.com and at commonbondsok on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Kelly Burley.